Robbie John has a new single out, Loves Rhapsody. Robbie, it's good to have you back on The Antidote. Good to be back, man. It's been a hot minute, but um, I'm thankful for what you guys have been doing. I'm just, you know, excited to be here. This song, you've packed a ton of emotion into something that's less than three minutes long (laughs) about a relationship that's gone wrong. The song says, pull the stars down to your feet to light your way, but you love the dark side. There must be a story behind Love's Rhapsody. Oh, there is, man. Um, I think it's a story that all people could connect with, especially in relationships. Uh, recently, me and my wife, we had a hard communicating and just, you know, our conversations going awry because of external factors, you know, stresses and everything. Uh, one night we had a huge argument and, you know, I sat down and I just vent and get all those feelings out. And so that was the birth of Love Rhapsody, a time in reflecting my emotions, you know, fact and fiction all woved into into this song. So therapeutic for me, but I know that people can identify because, you know, if you're in a relationship, you know, there's got to be misunderstandings and, um, you know, feelings get hurt. So for me, luckily, those feelings go out on pen and paper, you know, when they, when they surface. So. The song is certainly out of character for you. Your Christian faith is in the background. And it's the human emotions that take over Love's Rhapsody. Yeah, definitely. I feel that, um, to be honest, it's a, a Christian perspective in that, you know, I'm willing to be vulnerable to talk about something like marriage or relationships and what actually goes on as opposed to what, you know, people perceive, you know, goes on. Sometimes Christians looked at as perfect, you know, as far as relationship and, and their walk of life. And, and it's t- totally opposite. We struggle like everybody else. Um, we know where healing comes from, mercy comes from, but at the end of the day, you know, we have feelings too. And so for with this song, I wanted to make sure I wasn't writing just like a, a poppy type, you know, cookie cutter Christian song. Um, this is real. This is an argument. This is me feeling hurt. And this is me responding, not in a vehement way in terms of dealing with my partner, my wife, but using a gift that God has given me to process it. And I think in that process, you know, I think there are lines in there that everybody could identify with, whether we are the ones that are wronged or, or doing the wrong. I think you know, we all get the strain and stress of relationships and the song is just made with no filter to be vulnerable um, and to capture those moments where we can say, you know what, this guy is a real guy. He's a Christian, but you know, he's real and I can identify with that. And so it's a testimony to the truth and the reality of Christianity as opposed to this painted house where everything is, you know, great and always wonderful. But life is not like that. And Christianity is not like that. Well, then you've made yourself vulnerable in revealing that in the song, but that's also revealing about your wife. How does she feel about it? So she loved it. I mean, <laughs> wow. Okay. So one of the things that um, we talked about when I first let her listen to the song is that um, the, the song is artistic expression. It is my license to vent and to express my emotion. And so in venting, there is fact and fiction woven into the song. I mean, my wife loves God. She loves me as well. But at the time of feeling and thinking, I'm writing lines uh, that are coming from you know my emotion, not just from who I know my wife to be. And so artistically, I took some license with this one to make sure that though I was telling my story, 
you know, I, artistically, it, it still had to be something that was sonically good, and it, there was a, a, a powerful story behind it. Uh, it's almost like, you know, um, watching a movie that's fact or fiction. I mean, those emotions, those feelings you get that, that those movies evoke are real. You get inspired, feel sad, or whatever after that. Um, and so when she listened to it, she, she said, hey, man, um, I know that everything in that song is not um, true, but, you know, I like it. You know, as from an artistic standpoint, you knock it out of the park. Because we had already processed our argument. And so, you know, there was nothing to hold on to or to be grateful about. And at the end of our argument, we both got something that, you know, people could connect with in terms of processing emotions and feelings, especially in a marriage. So uh, it was like a win-win. There is one thing I don't understand about the song, and that's the song title. A rhapsody is usually something positive, but this is the opposite. A positive rhapsody looks only at one aspect of life. Love rhapsody cannot be always positive. So it's almost like a conundrum. Love's rhapsody, love's positivity, but within love, within the theme of love, there is hurt, there is pain, there is stretching, there is growth. And so, you know, it's almost like an oxymoron, but it's not. Because it is a rhapsody of sorts in terms of, you know, starting out blissful and wanting to please somebody and wanting to have reciprocity in relationship. But if you talk about love, you cannot talk about a rhapsody solely in terms of, you know, beautiful feelings. You have to talk about the hurt and the pain. And so redefine certain words so that we can get the full spectrum of the theme of love, which has hurt, which has pain, which has joy, which has incredible heights but also fused with incredible lows as well and i think that's what makes the human experience you know so indelible in terms of love we have the full range of emotion not to say well love is a bad thing but it, it helps us to stretch and grow as human beings as we learn from our past mistakes and as we support somebody who's trying to get better because tomorrow we want grace to get better ourselves as well I mentioned earlier that I thought this song is quite different for you. Is this some kind of an indication of what's to come from Robbie John? Oh, heck yeah, man. Even in listening to my past songs, um, my cadences, some of them are very mechanical. And, you know, you could kind of tell where I'm going with arrangements and choruses and verses. For this new wave, I'm trying to pay attention to modern cadences to how people, you know, sing and, and, and rap and even the whole changes in, in reggae music. But I'm trying to make sure that I, I remain relevant to those forms and modes of communication. I think my story is the same. My messages are the same to convey real life. Um, but I want to make sure that I'm, I'm not changing the message, but I'm just changing the modes that the message, you know, uh, arrives in. You know, you have to, you know, modernize your sound um, not to lose yourself and your, your personality, but, you know, to make sure that there's not a barrier created in terms of people hearing you. So if it sounds a little bit modern, uh, the people today who are accustomed to that type of sound, they will actually give it more time and maybe a, a, a deeper listening ear as opposed to saying, well, this song's outdated. I don't want to listen to that. So it's just me coming into my own, um, being a little bit more modern. But yeah, man, I'm having fun with the arrangements, with the different type of beats, in terms of blues beats, um, you know, neo-soul stuff, and it's the same message, but I'm having fun in, in genre blending right now, so that's where I'm at. <laughs> well, the song is queued up. How about introducing it? 
All right, uh, for the first time on The Antidote, here we go with Robbie John's new single, Love's Rhapsody. Run it!